if someone is on the top level and he 100% believes that whatever Hashem does is the best, what is he davening for? Now, your question, though, is on all of us as well. When we're mispalo, why are we mispalo for particular things? Why don't we just say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, do what you want? Right now, it's true that on that person that doesn't even want anything, it's a much bigger kasha. And it's an even bigger kasha than that. Not only is it a kasha, why are we mispalo for particular things, but the kasha is, why are we mispalo altogether? Maman of shach. If what we're being mispalo for is best for us, Hashem will give it to us without the davening. If what we're being mispalo for is not best for us, Hashem won't give it to us with the davening. Well, the answer is this. It's really one answer, but two parts. Part number one, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can manipulate things because of your tefillah to make this the best. Your tefillah actually does stuff. That's answer number one. HaKadosh Baruch Hu manipulates the whole world, and based on people's tefillahs, things can get all manipulated. We know that even when somebody's mispal for rain, that his getting rain could actually be bad for somebody else even, right? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu manipulates the world based on tefillahs, or for example, regarding Shidduchim or Zivugim, we know that if you mispal uh, things for Shidduch, the Kaddish Baruch Hu can change a person's Zivug if he's mispal. Now, aside from all that, is not the Pshat that the only reason you're being mispal is because you want stuff. There are two things about Tefillah that we need to know aside from that we're asking Kaddish Baruch Hu for stuff. Thing number one, the Tefillah is good for us. When we're mispalel, we are exercising our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We are making a stronger bond between us and Hashem. We are exercising and improving in our davening our emuna and betochen in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our idea, our musag of Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. When I was a teenager, I once asked Rav Avigda Miller why it is that in Shmerna Esrei, when we speak to Hashem, but especially in Shemar Nesrei, we use the word Ato, Baruch Ato Hashem. Shouldn't we speak to Hashem in a third person? Isn't what we're doing disrespectful? Now, I didn't know when back then the Chassam Soifer that says that it's a Goyish to speak in a third person. Esav did it as opposed to Yaakov, but never mind that. Even without the Chassam Soifer, shouldn't we speak to Hashem in a third person? And he answered me that Enochanami, it may be disrespectful in that sense, or rather, it may be more respectful to speak to Hashem in the third person, but it's worth speaking to Hashem in the first person because the purpose of tefillah is and that itself is an end in and of itself. And it's better for the to speak about Hashem, you, you're right here and I'm speaking to you. That connection, that awareness of Hashkadish Baruch Hu standing right in front of you is better served if we speak to Hashkadish Baruch Hu in a way that gives us that awareness and that consciousness more. So that's why we say you. But aside from that, another thing. Because tefillah has be'etzim a purpose of the tefillah itself and not merely a way to alleviate tzoros or to get what we want, Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu will actually bring the tzara in order to prompt the tefillah. And Hashem brings the tzaras because of the tefillah. It's not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
we have a tefillah, we have a tzara, and then Hakadosh we mispal, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes off the tzara. That's not always the way it works. Sometimes Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes the tzara in order to prompt the tefillah, like Hakadosh Baruch Hu misavel tefillos and shal tzadikim, for example. Or there's the medrash that the um, the Piyasetz Nareba brings in the Sefer Chovas Hatalmidim. He says Moshe Lamadovadoyme. It's like uh, there was a king who was riding with his royal entourage in the street, and he hears a somebody screaming, a damsel in distress. A woman is screaming, the robbers are after her. And uh, the king sends his royal guards to go kill the robbers and save the woman. And the woman comes to the king and thanks him so much, and then the king goes away. And he decides, you know what? He wants to marry that woman. He wants her to be his queen. So he sends her a proposal. Would you be my queen? She doesn't answer him. So he figures, this king, that he must not be doing it the right way. So he calls in his miyayitzim, and the miyayitzim say, you have to send her a present. You can't just ask a woman to marry you. So he buys flowers, and he sends her flowers. If it doesn't work, she doesn't respond. So he buys diamonds, and he sends her diamonds. He tries, but she doesn't respond. So he doesn't know what to do. So he calls back his wise men, and they say, king, I have an idea. You want her at least to talk to you? She won't even talk to me, he says. She won't even talk to me. She doesn't even respond. You want her to respond? Here's what you do. Send robbers after her. And then when she screams, help, help, you and your royal entourage will be uh, along the way. You make this, you, you pre-meditate uh, this. And then after she screams, you send them to kill the robbers, quote-unquote, to quote-unquote kill them. And then she'll come with all her hakaras hatoiv, and then you could say, hello, what did it take to get you to, to speak to me? And that's sometimes what Kaddish Baruch Hu has to do in order to prompt us to daven to him. Kaddish Baruch Hu tries to make tzoros. I tell you that this is the pshat. By the toichacho, everybody asks. Everybody asks. It says, right? So just because you didn't serve Kaddish Baruch Hu the whole toichacho has to happen. So the Tarot says it's not the Pshat. It means like this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu the Piyasetz Nerebbe's Medrash. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends us roses. And there are no Tzoros. And he gives us a chance to respond out of HaKoros HaToiv. We don't. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends us diamonds. And he gives us a chance to respond out of HaKoros HaToiv. We don't. Every day we wake up, there's no Tzoros. HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects us to come running to him. And say thank you. And to daven, a thank you. We could daven for, for other people, but uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us all the goodness in the world and we don't respond. So then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, look, we could either do this easy, we could do this hard. So Hashem, you didn't serve Hashem B'Simcha, now instead you're going to start serving Hashem. There was a story in Romania. There was a big Russia. Octavian Goga. Octavian Goga was appointed the head of Romania by one of the King Carols. And he was a big anti-Semite, a very big anti-Semite. He said, the problem, we have a problem in Romania is too many Jews. He said, by the way, the solution to the problem with the Jews is to give them their own state somewhere in an uninhabited place and just get them out of here. 
So that's the best, anti-Semites, that's the best idea they had about the Jews. Give them their own states, let them live somewhere, just stay away from us. So all the anti-Semites would love that idea. That's what he said, uh, Mr. Goga. And they were, they were Geyser Tainus and a Yom Tefillah. And the Satmarebbe then was there in Romania. And Bor Hashem, at the 11th hour, at the last minute, he was deposed. And they wanted to cancel the Yom Tefillah. And the Satan Rebbe said, you cannot do that. And he had a mice like this with the Hassam Soifer. He said, we cannot tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we are more from when Soros happen than when Soros don't happen. If we were Geyser Tainus and made a Yom Tefillah, we have to keep the Tainus and the Yom Tefillah. We cannot, Chas V'Shalm, you do not want to tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu that you're only from or you're more from when bad things happen. You want to be more from when good things happen. That way, HaKadosh Baruch will encourage uh, you to be close to him. By He knows he can encourage you by doing good things. Otherwise, Rahman al-Islam. The second thing we need to know about tefillah is that it's a, a ticket. It's not necess- it doesn't work like you, suppo- you didn't get something, therefore you ask for it. And you're going to get something that you otherwise would not have gotten. It's Adarabah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has plans to give us certain things. This is Ramchal. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has plans to give us certain things. But only if we ask for it. It's like a meal ticket. You get these tickets, and if you want your lunch, you have to hand in the ticket. The tefillah is like a ticket. And there are many, many things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would give us. And if somebody does not mispowell for them, they won't get it. It's not the pshat, there are certain things that are in the cards for you to get, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them to you. Now, if you're Davin, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you more. That could also be. But aside from that, there are certain things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you, but he's only going to give to you if you Davin for it. If you don't Davin for it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not give it, for you, give it to you. Is that the same as we find that uh, Hashem didn't send the rain until Adam Davin for it, and we find, like in today's parasha, that Hashem, even though Hashem was going to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, but he, he, he waited until he heard their nakasam, their outcry to him. Yes, it is. That's what we're talking about. But it's not just in specific cases. That applies to everybody in our lives.